Michael Dupree Variety Hour on every podcast provider in and around God's beautiful blue green orb. I'm Michael Dupree. Today is April Fool's Day for one, you know, the day people throwing banana peels at each other, honking their big, you know, whoopee cushions in each other's butts. It's a crazy day. I remember my first April Fool's joke. I decided I was going to put plastic rim, but plastic wrap on the rim of the toilet bowl, and uh, my sister peed all over herself, and it was wonderful. It was a great day. But today for April Fool's Day, we have some wonderful guests. But of course, if you have not listened to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, we are a arts showcase and comedy show where we um, feature local musicians, painters, poets, artists, sculptors, no sculptors yet, actors, writers, directors, improvisers, cool people, and so on. But today, we are joined by Two lovely people, the first being an old friend from years ago, Mr. Barry Bourgeois. Uh, good evening there, darling. How are you? Well, you know, as it goes there, uh, the Michael Dupree Variety Hour, life can get tough, especially when you're a cowboy singer on the road without your child wife. So, so uh, it is... Recent that your child wife has turned 18, which is the obvious year of adulthood. Yes, that is the, that is the given or the, the, the normal milestone, as you would say, when someone turns 18, legal milestone. Mm -hmm. And, uh, well, I'm just mortified. I'm. I, I don't know what to do without her. You look. You look solemn. You look like uh, you lost some color in your face. I lost at least two pounds. Wow. My doctor says it's water weight. I say it's probably all from my heart. Wow. And so you can't, the heart can't handle all that poundage being lost. So, like, how do you cope with the with the breakup? I mean, like, do you live in a lively city where you can kind of go and you know get your mind off of it? Uh, yes. I I live. Uh. At the tow in the tower in the middle of Nashville. Uh, oh wow! I bought the whole tower. Wow. Uh, and well, it used to be the children's hospital, but okay. I converted it, and it's called the Bourgeois Tower. Well, and I lived right at the top, um, and I play songs off the balcony for all for all to hear. And do you get good feedback? Uh, typically, yes, because I'm very popular and I'm a very successful musician. Uh, but sometimes people. You know the whole Me Too movement. They don't seem to, uh, they don't seem to like the the fact that, you know, legally I was allowed to have a child bri- child bride. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I can see, uh, you know, where a lot of the, uh, I can see where a lot of the, uh, uh, what's the word, just complete uncomfortableness that comes from somebody marrying a child. Uh, well, yeah, I, sometimes I always, I, I feel like there's someone knocking on my door. I hear that always, too, actually. Always telling me yeah. who, you're wrong, and always judging me. Yeah. And I'm sorry, what was your question again? I just, I, 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 I I'm, I'm lost. Oh, I'm no, I, I get it, you know, the knocking of, uh, you know, it's, it, it comes real at some mm-hmm. point. Um, Manifests itself. The, 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 uh, like, the, the point I'm trying to make is that a lot of people most likely don't like the fact that you married a child. Again, and I always point, and I say, you d- you don't have to like it, but according to me and the state of Kentucky, it's totally illegal. Mm. So, and that's I, where you're from, Kentucky? Well, that's where I found the state that allows child to, to marry my child, my child wife, my child bride. Well, my former, my former child wife. So... How did she feel when she got married to you? Like, was she all about it? At first, she was cool because I had a lot of candy. Um, oh. And then my 
my agent at the time, my, my manager, he quit and he moved on to uh, Casey Musgraves. Oh boy, tour. She's really good. Though. Oh yeah, she's so her. successful, winning all sorts of awards, stealing my thunder. I mean, I listen to her. Not marrying time. children. I mean, come on. You know, well, I'm, let's get off the subject. Anyways, I think it's my funny. new agent, my new tour manager, rather. He doesn't get candy. He's strictly against candy for some reason. He thinks it's, uh, he's old fashioned. Is he a dentist? Um, his father was a dentist. How did you guess that? His father was a dentist. So he's, he's always like, you're going to rot your teeth. You, you, yeah. know, you know how silly you're going to sound without teeth? Well, I'm like, I watch- well, I don't really eat the candy. He's like, well, she shouldn't be eating the candy either. In fact, maybe you should be thinking twice about that relationship. You know, they say that there's a, you know, a couple of women your age, like Faith Hill, she's looking on the market. And I'm like, isn't she married to Tim McGraw? It's like, well, they're, they're polygamous. I'm like, well, I don't think what, is that going to be my next angle? You know, I, you know, it is 2019. A lot of my friends are, you know, polyamorous, and uh, I'm not against it. You know, where it's legal, but it, it's legal everywhere to be polyamorous. I think, it, like in the United States, at least. Well, I'll, I'll have to check my manual. You I know. Uh, please just disc- like what manual would you be referring uh, to? Constitutional law for idiots. You wrote it. Uh well, I won't. I would say, yeah, I wrote it. I spent so much time reading it and putting notes in it, you know. So, so okay. Uh, mainly just in the uh, part about marriage, but... Uh, okay, so there's a like a, con- a constitutional law stating that people are not allowed to be polyamorous, according no, to... No, no, I'm not saying that. No, oh. I'm saying uh, I have to check it again to see if oh, it's you legal. Have to... Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I have to, I have to ch- check that subsection. It could be okay. 12, 9, or I don't know. All right. I mean... I, I personally uh, find it beautiful that you have such strong moral beliefs, as, even if they are a little wonky. Uh, but, you know, it looks to be uh, uh, like a driving force for your music, which is a positive. It, yes. Yeah. Um, you know, and before it was songs of triumph and love and 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 uh, uh, valor and glory and patriotism, you mm-hmm. know. And now I've taken uh, some, some, some sort of... Uh, uh, an introspective look, a retrospective look on my life, and uh, you know it's it's a little sad. It's kind of like losing two pounds of uh, of two pounds off your heart. Yeah. Well, you, you know, know, being a huge country star, you know, I can I can kind of get um, why well, I, I wouldn't get, but I can imagine how difficult a transition would be from being a huge country star that's singing about you know barbecues and Kid Rock's hair and, you know, crazy I, things like to that. To be fair, I've never sung about Kid Rock's hair, but I've sung about Willie Nelson's hair. Well, that's a good one, too. So Sorry, I, that was my mistake. Well, Kid Rock likes to say that I was inspired by his hair because mm-hmm. his hair was waving at the festival. It's and then waving. I saw Willie Nelson's hair. Oh, and I'm saying, listen, I was seeing right through your hair to Willie's. Yeah, it's too thin. So. It's like you, know. you saw right through the thin hair yeah. to Willie's beautiful. I don't, I don't often locks. sing about that, but uh, hair in general. But that was a that was a big hit. Um, it was. I mean, you're yeah. huge. You're yeah. huge. You know, people mm-hmm. love your you know your your hopping hits, country mm-hmm. hits. You know, you're, you you bring a different twist to the country uh, industry, which yeah. is really interesting. And you know, I, maybe I'm bringing things back to its roots because you know, back in the the fifties and sixties, the country was a little bit sadder. People were mm. were sad about things you I know? feel like that's still like, a lot today maybe though. they weren't paying their mortgage on time of course mm. I don't know anything about that but I do know loss you know some yeah you people, do you... some people lose homes some mm-hmm. people lose their husbands in the war and stuff and I you know I lost my child Brad to freedom <laughs> yeah you know that freedom it'll get you right it's when you least double, expect it. I always say to my best of friends, it's a double-edged sword. Watch it. It'll cut you. <clears throat> um I'm so, a swing back. Um before we get more into your backstory, I really think we should hear uh one of your Oh, sure, absolutely. Well, this first one is a new song. Uh it's called Billy Jean. Okay. A brand new fresh song. Uh it's a kind of poppy Copy, but it's poppy, but it's a ballad of sorts. Is it based um, off of Michael Jackson's Billie Jean? No, totally different. Oh, okay. Original song. Gotcha. So, uh, cool. Here we go. Awesome. Three, two, one. 
Billy James, not my lover, just used to be my child bride. <laughs> Sorry, hold on. Barry, are you okay? Are you okay? I'm so sorry. I mean, I I know it's it's just a, it's it's really striking right there. Okay, I you know I get it. You know Let I've, me I've take been a through, deep breath. You know I've I've been in a Let relationship for a long time, so I can't really relate. But okay, I can get through this. Okay, from the top. All right, Barry Bourgeois with Billy Jean. Oh, three, two, one. She was more like a beauty queen from a movie scene. I said, I don't mind, but what do you mean I am the one who will cry on the floor, on the ground? She told me her name was Billie Jean, and she caused a scene. She handed my divorce papers over to me. That dream of being the one. <laughs> People always told me, be careful what you do. Don't go around breaking your girl's heart. <laughs> My mother always told me, you probably should marry someone who's 13, because you're married with me. <laughs> Billie Jean, not all over. She's just a girl who used to be my child bride. And now she's dating a guy named Kyle. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> Son I, of a gun. I, oh, even though, okay, so even though a lot of emotion is coming through after that song, I feel like it's beautiful. That's a gorgeous sentiment, even though oh, it's weird. There was a lot of raw emotion flowing through me. It was like, there, this microphone was like a conduit, you know, uh, and her name isn't Billie Jean, it was Christine, which I guess I could have in there at some point, yeah. but, you know, what are you going to say? What uh, are you going to do? It was, I really am a fan of the, the passion you put behind your music, personally. I, well, I'm glad I have some fans, you know, and you, wanna, you can join my, my fan club. Oh, yeah. that, would, that would, ah, okay, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, so with the the child bride scandal kind of in the way, you do have another scandal uh, with your, your your name in lights. Uh, did you want to care to sh- share that with our listeners? Well, yeah. Well, as it turns out, you can't buy a NASCAR team right. and instruct it and run into the wall every time. That is wrong. To I do. mean, listen, NASCAR is a perfectly inter- entertaining sport. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when you run into the wall. Usually, you don't have to go fast, 25, 35 miles per hour. Just keep backing up, running into the wall, backing up, running into the wall. I feel like it changes up the sport. Like, there's always a wild card. And, uh, yes, yeah, so they, they barred me from, from NASCAR, um, from owning a team, and uh, from also, uh, you know, from sponsoring the teams, from, from sponsoring the sport, and... Um, it's all right, you know. It's all right. It's it, it sucks that one of my drivers died. Oh, you know. Yeah, that sucks that he, you know, his family is mad at me and is suing me. They're gonna get like, yeah, you have a, a major lawsuit on your hands. A huge now. lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my attorney, uh, who is also my divorce attorney, I don't know how he's he's poly litigious. Um, so uh, you know, I wonder if that's legal, polyamorous and poly litigious, right? I mean, so, sure. Um, yeah, you know, so I think we're going to come out uh, strong. Um, I probably shouldn't be talking too much about it. Um, but I don't have a whole lot of remorse because, again, I was trying to make th- – I was trying to change things up, you know. So you were trying to change up NASCAR racing, something yes. that you are supposed to continuously drive. You You're supposed to, to go around in a circle or yeah. uh, whatever kind of track they have. Sometimes they don't go in fancy twirls and stuff. So you you thought changing up a major sport that's been happening for a long time by having the racers careen into the wall. Just my racer, yes. Just your racer. And I told him to avoid other people. You don't want to hurt other people. And he's like, well, I don't necessarily want to be hurt. And I'm like, don't worry. You're not going to get hurt. I promise I'll pay for everything. If you get hurt, you die. 
your your wife, your children are all covered. He goes, okay, that sounds great. And, um, you know, and uh, so he's running into the wall, doing his thing, just dragging, just scraping his car, making a fool out of himself. I'm laughing, you know. And uh, and wow. then a meteor drops on him. A meteor. Yeah. Um, that as one it that turns passed out, over. Yeah, the one that passed over that Russia. Big, yeah, the big one. Oh, I was thinking yeah. of the one that passed over us not long ago. Uh, like it was kind of just hanging out in the uh, in orbit for a while, okay. waiting, waiting to find a target. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, <laughs> honestly, I, it might be the government you telling think me, the, okay. telling me, you know, like kind of like a Pegasus or a Icar- not Pegasus, Icarus uh, situation where you're flying too close to the sun, you know, and uh, you know they struck struck my guy down, um, and I took that as a, uh, a lesson that I I was soon to learn. And, okay, you wait. know, the worst part was the worst part, I think, was them getting my child, child wife to divorce me. They made your child wife divorce you. Yeah, they made they they gave time a leap ahead, you know, leap year. And it was her birthday. So the fact that her birthday came, time progressed. She got became 18. She thought, OK, I can leave this chump for half of his half his fortunes. Personally, uh, being you know a twenty-seven-year-old uh, male, mm-hmm. I can't uh, relate to a young child being wed to an older man. But I can only imagine that being thirteen, as you said in your Billy Jean song, mm-hmm. that's an age where you're you're probably just not completely one hundred percent founded, like have a foundation for yourself. And that's what. That's why I. I married her as I was helping her along the way to become a strong, independent woman. And uh, I I didn't necessarily, when I say strong, independent woman, I kind of go strong, independent woman, you know? And I don't really mean the independent part. I want her to be dependent on me emotionally as I am dependent on her emotionally. And it is... Okay, it's fine. It's okay. It really gets to me that she left. I need you to. I need you to stop. <laughs> listen, listen. I listen. You know what? I think I just need to sing about it. Okay. Yeah, we can definitely go into the second song. I, th- I think I just need to sing about it. Um. So what is this one called? This is sort of a. This is going to be released in July. It's more wow! Of a, it's like it's going to be my Christmas in July. Wow! Compilation. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! The album coming up, Christmas yeah. in July. As you know, I'm the only artist that conti- that does Christmas songs every all all year round. Uh, yeah, right? and people I, actually I, love I tour it. it. Yeah, and I, yeah. I do Christmas songs, and uh, you know, this one's more of like a, a Christmas ballad. All right. Well. You know? All right. So, uh, yeah. what's the title of it? It's called. Um, Christmas and misery. Christmas and misery. Right. Thank you. I was in Missouri, by the way, and that's I, it's kind of a spin on. Oh, the, you know, it's smart. Missouri, misery. Yeah. Clever. All right, go ahead. And one, two, three, four. Christmas. Used to be something so special when I buy you that pony. You named him Eric. What a weird name for a mule. You drove him off a cliff just like the last two. On the first day of Christmas, my firm true love gave to me divorce papers and a trip to the attorney. It 
even been a full year since we split and I'm wondering why you haven't sent me a card yet a card it's okay cause I'll send you a mule anyway something else um so uh with that you know a lot of people have said that your music has given them more of a negative like outlook on the world you know listen i'm not jake hole where i'm spinning things and spinning art and forms you know mm, right you know i'm not i'm not um uh, Casey Musgraves, like I said. You have a lot of just pent-up aggression to Casey No, she's very talented. She is. I love her. She's really good. Um, So we're going to bring on our next guest. Um, I feel like he might be able to bring a little bit of insight into your life, maybe give you a a different perspective on how things can be positive for yourself. Um, I have never met this person, but he's, he just seemed like a really, really interesting man. I wanted to bring him on the show, especially because of what everything that you've been going through, Barry. I just feel like it's important. Uh, so everyone, please give a round of applause to Harry Potter Winchester. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate uh, you having me on the show today, Michael. Yeah, you, you know, like, you just have this aura of you that I just was pulled to. Uh, I, I get that a lot. Yeah. I, uh, uh, sometimes people uh, see me walking down the street and they, if I'm being honest, they do a double take. Yeah, that must feel good. It feels great. I, yeah. uh, I've got a bit of an aura about me. So where are you from originally, Harry? Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool, okay. England. Have you been? Uh, I haven't, no. Never been to Liverpool. Oh, it's beautiful there. I'd love to go there. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... Just, I guess, tell us a little bit about your life and, like, what, you know, what your aspirations are. Well, my father was a palm oil mogul. Wow. Uh, he was uh, the number one palm oil provider, distributor in uh, in the United Kingdom and in the world. Wow. And, uh, sorry, he, uh. Are you okay? It's hard. Did you lose him? He too? passed away oh, in so a but in a ballooning incident. Oh my! Like a hot air balloon or hot air balloon. helium? Okay. Yes, and um, it was rough. It was hard at first, uh, but I think I've uh, I think I've grown to accept it. Yeah. Um. You, how do you? Can I can I ask a question? Oh please, Barry. By all Michael means. Michael Dupree. Yeah. Um, yep. How do you? How do you come to such a, was it a quick acceptance or was it a, uh, how, what was the process like for you? Um, well, it was a very painful death that my father experienced. Uh, you see. Like on a scale from one to ten. Well, how painful Well, was I it? can't speak for the dead. 
Um, but what I can say is, uh, are you aware, Michael, uh, of how uh, uh, hot air balloons function? Yeah. They have Somewhat, the, yeah. the hot flames mm-hmm. uh, it, it, that that blow into the inside of the balloon. So romantic. Um, it's very romantic. It, have you ever had sex on a hot air balloon, Barry? I've never ha- I've actually n- never had sex before. Very interesting. He was he was married to a child. That is good that you've not had sex before. I've I, I'm, I'm glad that you've respected that that piece of human ethics. Well, I'm somewhat mortally afraid of sex, so I vowed celibacy when I was two. Very Is that good. why you married a child? Because you didn't want to have sex with anybody? <laughs> so, what, what happened... So, uh... You, so you're aware the fire goes inside of the hot air yes, balloon. Yes, very um, hot. What happened is this, there was a couple of bolts loose on the side of it, and it actually flipped around. Oh my. And oh. burned my father to a, a crisp. Uh, but now, on a scale of one to ten... One being rare, Ted being <laughs> just. <laughs> I think well done is the answer. Um, I think on the inside he was still quite pink, quite pink. Oh. Um, so I, I had to answer. I'd say medium rare to straight up rare. Uh, oh. And I'm somebody who likes my steaks medium well. Okay. Uh, I like I like a little bit of toughness because I like dipping it in steak sauce. That's my favorite part. A one or horse? I do like I like I like I I never had a one before I came to the Americas, even though they do have it over there. But mm-hmm. I just happened to be in a steakhouse and they had a lot of it. Uh, but I do like the Worcestershire sauce. I like dipping it in, dipping it in um you know some sweet relish. Mm-hmm. Have you ever done that? I I've never. Uh... <laughs> I'm throwing you off, aren't I, Barry? <laughs> yeah, he's it's, thrown off today. It's your aura. I don't know I, my loss and my aura, my your aura, and and the fact that I've just been. I've those two songs. I feel like mm. I nailed it. Mm. You oh, did really yes. well. So I think. Uh, can I say? Please. Uh, I've never listened to country western music before. Really? Today, um, I I normally listen to uh, British uh, classical music. I do like listening to some Brahms here and there. I do. The uh, Beatles. Have you heard the Chainsmokers? Mm. Uh, very good band. Never heard of you listened to the Chainsmokers, Michael? I have listened to the Chainsmokers. They're very good band. Um, I'm also a very big fan of. Uh, uh, do you, have you do you listen to film scores? Uh, have you ever listened to like a film score? I listen yeah. to the Hairspray soundtrack. I like the Hairspray soundtrack, and I also very much uh, have. Have you have you seen the um, the movie Ghost Rider Two with Nicolas Cage? The score for that movie is unbelievable. I haven't. It's remarkable, I mean, really. I, I mean, the score, score, I guess, is is great. I mean, have you heard of heard of like Bye Bye Birdie? Or, I have. Or... <laughs> I have said that I have seen that movie. I have seen the music. I've actually performed in that musical. In Bye Bye Birdie, you were Bye Bye Birdie. Bye Bye Birdie. I was uh, uh, what is his name? Um, Elliot. Nathaniel. Elliot. No, no, no. no. That's the that's uh, a different one. He's the main. He's Elvis type. Regis Philbin. No, that's no. It, that's it. You got it. He we'll goes. Go oh, one it. nice kiss. Oh, give me one nice kiss. I've never been like this. No, never been like this. Uh, you know Pesci? I need your love. Oh, oh, oh. I think I, I give yeah. me one nice kiss. Um, oh, I need it. Yeah, I don't. It's um. Jeff Foxworthy. That's completely. Conrad off. Birdie. Conrad, yeah. By my birdie. I yes. remember yeah. that now. The, the... Uh, you know, I uh, I'm a big musical theater fan. Oh. Um, you can't say theater in the UK without that little bit of a, a posh undertone. Um, you have to say theater. You have to say theater. You know, to be honest with you, I don't think you have to. I think. You do. Know, <laughs> you know, okay, well, can we stop? Because I, I feel like you're trying to uh, make fun of Barry's accent here. I'm sorry. It's, uh, it's, I, like I said, I've never listened to country western music before. I didn't even know it was a thing. I didn't know that accent was a thing. It's, uh, it's just like today. growing on you quickly. It, it, it's, it's, it's intoxicating. Uh, you've never seen a John Wayne movie before? Uh, never seen John Wayne. Uh, never heard of that man. You know, I've uh, seen so many John Wayne movies, I've practically seen the man naked. You've right? seen John Wayne naked? I've seen so many movies. He said practically. Practically. Can you explain how? 
Well, once you've seen someone so many times, you can start to see them in different pairs of clothes. And uh, they exactly start, it. you see how it fits, uh, different shirts, different pants, mm-hmm. different boots, uh, different uh, garments, uh, scarves, uh, underwear, uh, socks, stockings. Uh, you see how they overalls, uh, blazers, jackets. Uh, can I can I ask you a pantsuit. question? Uh, you start to see dresses. You start to see how it fits their body you, differently. You're, and you're listing a lot of articles you of clothing. Start to, <laughs> there's a lot of clothes in the world, Michael. There certainly uh, is. And you start to see the different <laughs> ways that a body can fit in how it drapes over the uh, the but the form, the human form. Okay. And you start to imagine. I know exactly what you're talking about, so, Barry. You start to imagine what it looks like. So with which no clothes on? I'm doing that with you right now. Wow. So which so celebrity what? is your favorite to picture naked? Uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s father, Robert Downey Sr. What about you? <laughs> what about you, Barry? Also, Marlon Wayans. I guess, honestly, one. since I've seen him naked so many times, John Wayne. John Wayne. Know. He's a... Uh, you know, he I imagine, ha- from your description of him, I imagine he's an attractive person. He's got saucer nipples. Just... I'm not familiar, I'm not familiar You can put some soup term. in those puppies? Like he's communicating the space type of stuff. I'm not familiar. I like it. I'm a I'm a fan of Walter what? Cronkite personally. Oh, I he is a fantastic reporter. He is. Um now uh, let me continue. Um so my father passed away. Yes, unfortunately. Burned to a crisp medium um, rare. Medium rare. Mm-hmm. Uh would not go over well in my uh steak dinner. Right. Uh, would not eat my deceased father. Is if that is. I'm glad to hear that. Maybe I'm so it was. Uh, uh, many people expected me to take over the palm oil uh, business. Okay. Um, and I just didn't. Uh, it wasn't something that I've been passionate about. Um, or is it because it's not completely ethical? Uh, it's very ethical. Yes. Well, um, they say to get the palm oil, you need to break a break some palm, uh, palm, palm things, yes, palm you know, fronds, fronds, uh, well, over a monkey's head to get yes, the juice. Yes, right? the oil. A, you have to break it over a monkey's you head. Don't, you, you have to, to be kill clear, a fully grown be, orangutan. To be clear, you don't have to. You eat choose to you uh, choose in order to get the most potent and the most uh, most uh, most amount. Of palm oil, because uh, if you just break it over, a, say a, a hard rock or maybe a soft pillow, uh, it doesn't uh, it doesn't bleed the palm frond quite quite as well. But if you pop it, if you if you smash it over a uh, an orang a, 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 a bipedal animal skull, say a, an orangutan or chimpanzee or a, a, a small human child, oh, uh, it doesn't uh, it, it cracks in such a way that allows it to. Not lose any of the oil, and it uh, it it kind of drips out in a very satisfying manner. Uh, but that is that's part of the reason why um, it's not the ethics of it that I have uh, had an issue with. It's uh, the manual labor part. See, my father was very hands on with the palm oil business. Uh, we were called the palm oil Winchesters. Uh, you see, and um, it it's just not I didn't like having to pull the fronds down and and, and finding the chimpanzee or the orangutan um or the small human boy um it just wasn't something that I was interested okay, in okay uh you've emphasized on a small human boy yes uh so is there anything you'd like to open up regarding this boy I'd that you obviously killed you know I have never killed a small human boy who killed I've him? seen many small human boys be murdered by your father breaking by, the thing over by their many head. people I live in I live in England I didn't know they sort were of killing a thing. boys. It's sort of a thing in England to to crack melons or coconuts or. Have you ever seen Monty nuts. Python? Uh, long time. Monty ago. Python's Flying Circus. I, Do you have any idea how many children were killed during the making of that show? I don't know if that's before, true. Before, before I know the answer to this one. Before uh, Seaman Private Ryan, uh, it was the most amount of on-screen deaths. Uh, that was filmed up to that point. Yes. Um, but the kicker was in Saving Private Ryan, those weren't real deaths. They were it was just people actually, like, you know, you're seeing people die on screen. Oh. But in that movie, they actually killed legitimately those little boys. Legitimate deaths. Uh, now, you, uh, well, it's not just movies, it's a television show. 
Right. Uh, have you seen the sketch? Uh, so you know how there's a there's so trope sketch comedy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was difficult. in Darlin to down, I was down river at Planet Eight. Um, yeah, well, yes. Uh, uh, you feel, so you understand uh, the concept that it's difficult to end a sketch. A hundred percent. Monty Python had this thing where, in order to make a sketch end perfectly, uh, every time and it and it 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 was always a great. It always went over well. They would uh, execute uh, a small boy. Uh, at the end of every sketch, uh, no matter what, you'd have the Spanish Inquisition sketch, classic. Uh, nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, classic sketch. But at the but what do you do after that point? Uh, after the after the the, the bit has ended, uh, you you bring a small screaming boy who has no idea where he is with a with a, uh, a, a, a what what do you call them like a what did you like a it's like a cloth. It's like uh, a bag, a burlap, have, a, a burlap sack, a burlap sack, um, or burlap sack. over his head, or pillowcase. Cam- you bring bag. him out and you shoot him in the back of the head with a a, a oh. rifle. Um, uh, I, I saw the episode where they used a bastard sword. They didn't have. They they ran out of bullets. Yeah. Well, I, no, they didn't run out of bullets. That's actually a myth. Oh, really? Yes. They uh, they just this. figured a bastard sword would be a, 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 a it hit very well and it was very funny. It um, struck a chord, that's mm, for sure. So you you definitely have a lot of um, knowledge in this. I am aspect. In what aspect? In the killing young boys. I've watched a lot of television. I have too, and I haven't seen a lot of deaths. I'm well, sure you're well, one of the people Amer- who likes who prefers the American office to the British office. Exactly. You're I watching am. American TV. You're not watching British TV. Yeah. See, on the BBC, even in news, they regularly execute little boys. Even on Doctor Who, are they killing young children? <laughs> bloody, bloody children. That's what the BBC stands for. Yeah. Bloody, 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 ch- bloody, bloody children. So even yeah. on like Doctor Who, like a like a like an internationally. No, Doctor Who does well. It's well, are we talking modern Doctor Who or are we talking classic Doctor Who? Because if we're talking the rebooted Doctor Who, then no, because they were trying to appeal more to you, your American soft stomachs. Well, but I, if you go back to the William Hartnell episodes, if you go back to to John Pertwee, um, there's a lot of of children, boys, young boys, um, being stepped on, stepped on their heads, uh, run over by uh, by milk trucks. Why is it young boys Golf and not parks. girls? Oh, that's that would be terrible. That'd be awful. Why would you do that? No, I was just asking. Are you, I, Michael, are you suggesting that no, 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 no. he murdered no, no, young no, no, women? No, 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 Why would no, no, we do no, no, that? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, that's I, I thought I didn't know what kind of show I was I don't about. want anyone dying, first well, of all. You don't want anyone dying. I don't know, want anyone dying. All right, so uh, Adolf Hitler old. comes back right okay. now, <laughs> and uh, you have a gun in your hand, and uh, he's like, I don't want any innocent when I press this button, I'm going to nuke the entire planet. You're like, oh, my little soft American stomach can't handle a little bit of You're completely out of line. I've come to terms that when sometimes when Adolf Hitler comes back, sometimes you just got to shoot. I didn't know Michael Dupree was a was a hitless sympathizer. Um, I'm not. I, I just prefer children not to die. And if someone were to die, it's either if they're bad, some bad person get what they're coming to. But if they're a good person, hopefully they die of old age and not being shot in the back of the head at seven years old. That's all I'm saying. If, if Unless it's they, for a joke, we can agree. You that. want people to die over jokes? Uh, also, if a little baby Hitler came back to life well, that's and he different. was a baby, that's would you still not shoot him in the face? Um, I mean, if I knew that it was Hitler and it would not cause the Holocaust, maybe. But, but here's here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. Just the fact that baby Hitler's back, or maybe you go back in time and you interact baby with Hitler. baby Hitler, your meeting him could potentially change or alter the chain of events that led him to be a genocide You could have gotten leader. him accepted into that art program. Right, in, so in, in school, and right. maybe you never would have become. So, an do you dictator. really kill baby Hitler, or do you, or do you, you drive him down the right path? Do you drive him down the right path? There's a lot of but unanswered questions, thing. Michael. Here's the thing: he might not actually. He has free will, right? Freedom of will, freedom of speech, triumph of the will, right? So, <laughs> will he choose the wrong path after all? We, who's to, who's to know? You know what? And that's why Elon Musk is making this a new video game. I Elon Musk is. I have. Yeah. I. I. The creators of Rick and Morty. Funny story. What? Funny story. <laughs> I have met uh, Elon Musk before. Uh, he has a very he he the voice that he you hear him say speak with in in like conferences and yeah, and, that, uh, that and weird southern yes African thing yeah. yes uh, he actually speaks in a very high pitched tone in person. Can you really? Can you read? It's like. Can you go? Hello. <laughs> Oh, um, oh, um, Elon Musk. Does he have the British accent? No, that's me. I can't, can't, do, a, I can't, can't do an American you accent. You can't do an American accent? Like, uh, he's, uh, no, he's, he's, uh, he's a boa. So, uh, a what? He's a, uh, a boa. boa. I don't know what bo- you're saying, Boa. Barry. I'm sorry. I'm not Boa, like he ties bows? He's a boa. <laughs> I don't know. A boa? Like a boa constrictor? I'm not. 
I'm not familiar. It's a it's another word for so, South African white. B- oh, you're Boa. talking about Elon Musk. Yeah. Elon. Can you spell that for me? B B O E R. Boer. Uh, no, Boer. I can't. I can't do an American accent. Mm. I've I've tried. I can't do it. Again, again, he's not American. He's a South African man. I'm not South African. I'm from <laughs> no, London. Elon Musk. We're not Elon. talking about Elon Musk anymore. We're talking about, uh, I we're cannot talking do about an Harry. English accent or American accent. You can't. I mean, I feel like every like. Everyone. You, I mean, I can try. Do it. Um, hello, I'm from California. That's a pretty, pretty good, good. That's a pretty good Ronald Reagan pretty impression. Good. I've Ronald been working Reagan. on it. That's a really Reagan. good writer. Uh, he was a good president. Uh, I don't know about all that. I mean. He's not. No, I wouldn't say that. He's no Gerald Ford. <laughs> he's no Gerald Ford. I don't know who that is. He's a car manufacturer. Yeah, he uh, he was a car manufacturer. He also uh, he invented the balloon. I like Jill Stein, but she's. I'm sorry, crazy. I just had to tell you that, buddy. He invented the balloon. He uh, killed your. He killed your paw. He, he killed your paw. He killed him. <laughs> killed him. Um, <clears throat> I don't like to hear that. So since your father's death, um, you know, like how have you kept his legacy alive? Well, um, I've. Started contributing to uh, underprivileged palm oil uh, mm. moguls. Okay. Um, those palm oil moguls who make a measly like thirty-eight million dollars a year uh, and aren't able to live within their means. Um, I've been contributing uh, monthly to the fund that the it's called the P O M F U C K. Um, so w- one, more, I just need it one more time. Uh, P O M, uh, F U C K. Palm fuck. Palm fuck. <laughs> yes, it's called palm fuck. Yeah. P- palm fuck. Palm yes. fuck. Palm like, fuck. Palm fuck. Like fucking a palm. Like palm fuck. Palm fuck. Like it's palm oil manufacturers right. united, uh, crazy kingdom. <laughs> Crazy Kingdom because we had it as a K P O M F U K, but uh, someone suggested we had the seed for the crazy to make it see uh, seem like kooky and fun, and more cartoonish, more cartoonish. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Palm Fuck is the name of the organization. Palm, palm Fuck. Mm-hmm. And so we. What's I donate, your What's your website? Uh, palmfuck.com. What wouldn't it be dot uk? Uh, no, it's C U M. Oh. How did you manage? That's uh, that's the standard commercial. Uh, no, 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 in Britain, no, no, no. in Britain, in, 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 in Britain, England. in England, they oh. s- they Just smell commercial C-U-M. C-U-M. I don't. I've never seen that. Before. Commercial. Yeah, how do Com-mercial. you say? They say al- aluminum real funny too. Al- aluminium. 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 I don't know. So, uh, it's aluminum it's, to us. It's not. That's not how you pronounce it. Well, aluminium. Aluminum. Mm-hmm. Palm fuck. So, with all of the the trauma that you've been through, Harry, um, I figured you would be a very good um, presence for Barry due to the, his recent trauma that he's yes. faced with his child. Yes. Right. Um, is uh, there... Also, can you call me Harry Potter, please? No, you? you've been calling me Harry. And oh, I'm I sorry, prefer... Harry. Potter. I was confused. Confu- I mean, honestly. Harry Potter Winchester is my full name. I, I prefer to go by Harry Potter because okay, my sorry, father's name is Harry. Um, yeah, so Harry Potter. I'm please. so sorry about that, Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> that's funny. It, it's it's just the fact that in America, they uh, uh, a British woman moved over from your your lovely islands, and yes. uh, she wrote a, a story called Harry Potter. Uh, the first one was called uh, it's the Harry Potter series, like mm-hmm. ten books or some. Uh, first one's called Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Oh. Uh, the second Secrets. one's called the Chamber of Secrets. I'm the not familiar. Third one's called uh, the Prisoner of uh, Akatash. Right. Azkaban. I think I've heard enough. Uh, I um, don't care for fiction. I don't care for literature. The tenth um, one's called Dobby's Revenge. That's I'm, not real. I've never heard of uh, this, uh, <laughs> That would be I, good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that um, <clears throat> Brits are getting work. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> That's it's a wonderful thing when your countrymen are working. But I'm I've been Harry Potter Winchester my entire life, okay. and I'm not familiar with that so, uh, the so, book character. Yeah. Uh, what kind of uh, positive reinforcement would you give poor Barry here for the recent you know divorce and reputation shame that he's been going through? Um, 
I'd say you got to go go hunting some wild, some uh, some dangerous game. I thought you were gonna say something else. Are you saying I should? Uh, are you saying I should go find another child, Brad? No, no. Uh, I was saying maybe go to Africa and shoot some rhinoceroses. God, no. Or uh, no. maybe shoot some elephants. No, well, you don't. Giraffes. Don't shoot any of those. See, here's the thing. You got no. And you got it in on crushing. Uh, ape skulls, right? Uh, I I've never done it. I've watched okay. my father do it. My father. Now Harry. here's the thing, I don't want to kill anyone, but I would love to take a coconut and smash it over the Avert brothers' heads. Oh, that sounds good. I don't know who they are, but uh, they're they're a Canadian rock band. Canadian. Yeah. I've never I've never been Canadian blues country rock band. Um, I want to emphasize like that they are Canadian, and Canadian is a bad thing. I don't know necessarily you know, that's honestly, true. I'm, I'm just bitter because there's so many good and your child new country too. acts out there, and you know people <coughs> kind of view me like a like a Toby Keith. Isn't your child stigmas. bride can, uh, Canadian too? You know, the Commonwealth of Canada, um, it's, a, it's an interesting thing. What happened to your what, accent? What, I have my hand resting on my throat. Oh. What do you what do you Brits think about Canada? Like it used to um, be used to be kind of your got your guys for a while after us, you know. You know when you, like when you own a, a a large portion of land, like say you own an entire um, commonwealth, like say say for example you uh, owned a, like you owned the state of Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can relate. Um, so. Uh, I, I'm from Nashville. I can't relate. But. So you own the state of Louisiana, and Louisiana says, we're going to continue to pray to your queen, but we are not going to call ourselves the same empire as you. You see. And um, that's pretty much how it feels. It feels like a, like a, like a slap in the face. So hmm. let me get this straight. They still... Wave hi to the queen. They say, God save the queen. They say, God, God save, save the, the queen. They say, they say, save her, but at the same time, they're like, well, we don't want to foot the bill. Yes. Yeah, isn't That's that terrible? terrible. It's like laziness terrible. at its finest. I've never even seen anything like that. Yes. Uh, so I'm not a fan. Also, but I am a fan of your country music. Um, Who's your favorite? Besides Barry. Well, only Barry. It's the only I've heard. Yeah. Um, but I've... Uh, I'm a big fan. Oh, I I have one more song to play. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we're getting up to that time. Barry, would, would you mind yeah. singing um, your third song? Now, if you don't mind, uh, maybe I could take a swing at a verse. See, I, I, I was going to ask you, know, you, but I didn't know if you would be comfortable. Today's just a wonderful day because we're all on the same. It must be your aura, your British aura. Really? He really, yeah. see, like it, he really brings it's positivity. Those, it's fish dicks and, and warm beer. You know, fish honestly. Fish dicks and warm uh, fish, fish dicks. <laughs> Fish dicks and warm beer, anyway, ladies and gents. You know, so yeah, I want I kind of you know and you know, get jump in on a verse and uh, yes. you know if you want to you know you, we'll go through the chorus or whatever and if you want to jump in, go ahead. Yeah. You know, all right. Uh, that sounds that sounds fantastic. So, Alrighty. Um, great. Yeah. So this one, uh, yeah, I, you know, this one's uh, kind of a new exciting thing. It's like on my new album that's uh, coming out in uh, April twentieth. It's called Blaze 'Em If You Got 'Em. Yeah, yeah. Those divorce papers. Uh, and uh, this one's right. more of like a country pop punk fusion. I like you know? it. I got a little bit of emo twinge to it. Oh, yeah. wow. Cool. Yeah. 2000s emo, by the way. 2000s. Like, yeah, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. All right. Picked up my people. Went down to the saloon. I'm feeling pretty good because just shoved the whole pill of molly up my butt I'm gonna do things that kids do like skittin'-dip-dip-dip-dip-dip-do well in the best years of my life forget about your child wife forget about your child wife Forget about your child wife. Ooh, 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 ooh. 
he was Really, really going on a balloon I really miss him But now he's a million degrees underground <laughs> Underground <laughs> Really, really, really miss my papa Really, really, really miss my pa. Now he's on fire. Roll him up and smoke him like a fireball. Drink whiskey. Yeah. Love my dad. Miss my child. Child, this guy say that my daddy is gone I'm gonna give you a coconut to smash on skulls Yes, I really miss my pa Really, really, really miss my pa <laughs> Because I miss him Barry Bourgeois was all this one too. Wow. Sorry, I kinda took your song over. Well, it's it's alright. Nice. Cause uh, you know, your 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 song was so was so great, I almost forgot the words of my own song. I uh I uh I felt that a lot. I did too. I wasn't even involved. Yeah. Well, I you were really, there. Oh, I was here, but I was just observing the that beauty. You were holding up a, a lighter. Yes, um, I was. But you couldn't get it to, to light for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Never I, smoked a cigarette. I, I didn't, you know, like I found it outside. And I was like, well, you know, you never know. Like I, I do have Barry Bourgeois coming on the show. Um, maybe I, I do need to buy, get up, you know, a lighter. And I don't smoke. So um, I picked it up off the ground and it had just a little bit of juice left in it. I do miss my father. Yeah. I'm sorry, Harry Potter. Thank you. You know, you know what's funny? It's not funny, I guess. It's kind of sad. But Harry Potter, from the book Harry Potter, lost his dad too, but also his mom. They were brutally murdered. My mother was brutally murdered. Oh. Well, it's very sad. Oh, hey, hold on. Your mother was brutally murdered, but how was she brutally murdered? Uh, she was killed by a dark wizard. Really? Yes. What was, what was the, could you say the, the yeah, dark I, wizard's name? Is he, or you can't name it. Uh, I'd prefer not to say it. Okay. Well, it's a trauma, you know. Um, well, no, it's just it? a very inappropriate. What's what's his name? Cock baby. Oh, it's not Voldemort. Mr. Cock baby. <laughs> just a coincidence. So you're saying to me that a dark wizard named Mr. Cock baby <laughs> yes. brutally murdered your mother. Yes. In a, how did he do it? He stabbed her with a knife. Right. It's then, very similar to How Harry long ago was that in comparison in relation to your father dying? Uh, it was the exact same, same day. Same day. Same day? Yes. Wow. So you are it's very probably similar. trauma. You know, I thought I had it bad with my child wife leaving me for a guy named Kyle who drinks Monster Energy drinks. Is but Kyle also 18, though? If... Kyle is, uh, well, Kyle's the... Her high school sweetheart, she met him, he's the high school, he's a wrestler. I thought you were her high school sweetheart. Nope. She cheated on him, apparently. That's she illegal. never cheated on me. Wait, so she cheated on you? Well. If she cheated on you, then she doesn't get any of your money. She didn't cheat on me. She was true. always faithful. But she it, didn't cheat on me. But if she had a high school sweetheart, they obviously had she, love she for She just other. had a crush on him. I'm not going to. That might be grounds. That might be grounds. She's not going to get any of your money. Listen. You gotta stop saying that she was faithful. If you, you want, to, if you want this money, you're gonna have to start slandering yeah. her. If you, you know if what? you want your life back, you got it. I gotta throw it. I gotta take my life back. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I'm gonna tell my lawyer that she was a big jerk. There you go. You real big jerk. There you go. You know, you tell she her. She spilled milk all over the ground. All and, the milk. And she and she looked at me and she she said she said, Barry. You're a nice man, but I can't hold your hand, Barry. 
I hope you find someone your own age to marry. I yeah, I'm a little emotional. Jeez, uh, you know I, I had a feeling that today's show, you know, being April Fool's Day, it was going to be the opposite of fooling. It was going to be a beautiful, you know, gesture and lesson of self confidence, self love, self worth, and just self uh, masturbation. I was going to say self masturbation because you know what, you haven't had sex before. You need to know. You have to have the first step of what it feels like. You need to fuck your palm. Fuck your palm, man. Are you telling me I need to go into this here bathroom? I don't know. And just, no. just, just take it to my you hand. You can wait until you go home. You can go home. You can wait to go home. Just go in that bathroom and show my hand who's boss. No. Just, just make vigorous love to it. Mm. Right, in that, right in that bathroom with the door open. Is that what you're saying? Yes. No, no, I don't. All right, here I convince me. Here I go. All right, I'm going in there. No, Planet Planet Ant will will, won't be very happy with me. Uh, He's going in, so he is going into the bathroom now. Door. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. He's smoking a cigarette. I don't even know where he got that from. <laughs> How do you light it so fast? God dang, Rosie. Woo! How wow. was it? How was it? Was she good? Fast and brutal. <laughs> Missing some skin, but oh, uh, we'll find it On later. your hand or your schlong? Both? Well, that seems to be the best time to uh, end the show on some self-masturbation. Is there anything you two would like to plug, mm. add, anything? Uh, uh, you you go ahead first. Uh, yes. You since you were on last. Um, I guess follow. Um, watch Monty Python's Flying Circus. That's wow, a great show. A lot uh, of lessons. Listen to, to Barry do. Bourgeois. Okay. You know, I, honestly, I think I think the the one thing I'll, I'll plug really quickly is I'm doing a, a four night stint. Uh, at uh, Detroit Rock City or the the, the what's the uh. Uh, Little Caesars Arena? No, not Little Caesars Arena. Uh, the Hard Rock Cafe. Hard, Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, I'm doing a four-night stint there. At the Hard Rock Cafe? The Hard Rock Cafe, four-night stint. Um, I'm pretty sure they closed it, Barry. They did. Oh. They 100% closed it, or are closing it. Oh. <laughs> well, anyways, you know what? Forget it. The clothes will play it. You know what? I'm thinking, you know, you're pretty talented, you know? I'm thinking I might have you come on as uh, my opener if you're, I would you're love so that. inclined. Yeah, that I would, would you know, love that. Yeah. Maybe we can make a, a, a duet album. Yeah. Um, do you have any other country artists I should listen to in order to get into the um, kind of rhythm? Um, Casey Musgraves. I mean, if you want to be good, her. Um, but, you know, the classics like Toby Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny Cash. Um, Luke Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Foxworthy's great. He mm-hmm. does... I'm not sure he uh, sings. So, yeah, uh, but yeah, it sounds great. <clears throat> yeah, well, thank you both so much for being on the show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Um, tune in next week. And also, um, we are part of the Planet Podcast Network, so be sure to listen to the other podcasts, including Fumbling Around with host Tom Steinman. Bye. sing anything. Milk is something that you can buy all on your own. Milk is something that I used to drink with my former child wife and Flowing down my cheek Teddy milk used to be so sweet <laughs> God, that's disgusting <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Michael Debris Variety Hour is powered by Pinecast and is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network. Please remember to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. Find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. The theme song for the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Don't Weigh Me Down by Broadcast 2000. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.